Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. Bouquets of brightly colored flowers and prayer candles rest at the door of a small windowed guard booth in downtown Oakland, California. A ribbon with an American flag motif waves from the door handle. Two bullet holes pockmark the booth's windows. This is where Dave Patrick Underwood, who is 53, was fatally shot around 9.45 p.m. on Friday while working as a contract security officer for the Department of Homeland Security, according to the FBI. The shooting also seriously injured another DHS contract security guard and took place a few blocks from where thousands of protesters had gathered to mark the killing of George Floyd. The 46-year-old unarmed black man died after a white police officer jammed a knee onto his neck for nearly nine minutes. The officer was fired and has been charged with murder. Like Floyd, Underwood was black. Initial news reports of Underwood's shooting linked the incident to the protest, as is often the case. The conjecture on Twitter and social media sites ran away from the changing facts on the ground. As early as Friday night, the Oakland Police Department sent an alert to reporters saying the shooting didn't appear to be related to that night's demonstrations. And the FBI has never linked the two in its statements to the press. It confirmed to CNET that Underwood died in a drive-by shooting, but declined to comment further because its investigation is ongoing. For Twitter, the FBI's report appeared to be too late. Hashtags like Patrick Underwood and Justice for Patrick Underwood had started trending, buoyed by accounts that declared Underwood was murdered by protesters and rioters. The association with Oakland's protesters, true or not, had already spread, going as far as the White House. Misinformation on social media is nothing new. Russian agents tried to sway the 2016 U.S. presidential election with divisive tweets and Facebook posts. Message board chatter about Pizzagate, a conspiracy theory that falsely accused Hillary Clinton and others of operating a child sex ring out of a restaurant, which led to gunfire in Washington, D.C. Hoaxes, often disguised as legitimate news, have spread far and fast. Thanks to social media sites like Facebook and Twitter, as well as 4chan, 8kun, and other anonymous message boards. But social media's inability to contain the explosion of misinformation takes on new urgency as peaceful protesters battle the perception that all the demonstrations have devolved into looting and violence. Twitter's role in spreading news in real time without any checks makes it particularly vulnerable to manipulation. Over the past few days, along with tweets about protesters being responsible for Underwood's death, other false theories have made the rounds, including an internet blackout in Washington and the far-left militant group Antifa sending protesters to cause unrest in cities across the U.S. And once something hits Facebook, with its over 2.6 billion monthly active users, it's hard to counteract. In a speech on Monday, President Donald Trump said the nation has been gripped by professional anarchists, violent mobs, arsonists, looters, criminals, rioters, Antifa, and others, painting a grim picture of the mostly peaceful protests that have swelled to more than 140 cities across the country. Then Trump brought up Underwood. A federal officer in California, an African-American hero, was shot and killed, he said. These are not acts of peaceful protest. These are acts of domestic terror. Even as misinformation has flourished on social media, 
allowing critics of the protest to craft their own narrative of the demonstrations. The platforms continue to serve another purpose. Organizers also have relied on the sites, especially Twitter, to coordinate demonstrations and share important updates on the ground. Journalists use it to report developments, and citizens follow to learn what's happening in their cities. But some people have taken advantage of the widespread use of social media to sow confusion among the protesters. Twitter says it's trying to address this problem. Facebook, for its part, said in a statement that its teams have been working to find and remove violating activity since the protest started. Facebook pays an army of fact-checkers to verify a potentially problematic post, but Twitter doesn't have that sort of manpower. It tends to lean on machines, though humans step in for big decisions. And while it will sometimes slap a warning label on a tweet, like it recently did to several posts from Trump, lots of misinformation simply flows through the site untouched. In a fast-paced, constantly evolving environment like the protest around Floyd's death, false information can overwhelm Twitter. On Sunday alone, Black Lives Matter, Floyd, and the protest about his death were mentioned 21.2 million times across all forms of media, including Twitter, according to Zignal Labs. The media intelligence company said that since May 25th, there have been over 100 million mentions. Some of that information is being weaponized to fit people's political agendas. One hoax spreading widely is that Antifa is behind the country's more violent protests and that it has been busing protesters into predominantly white areas of the city to loot homes and businesses. While Trump hasn't been using Antifa hashtags, he has been tweeting about the activists, labeling them as a terrorist organization and blaming them for the country's protests. According to the New York Times, over the past week, people posted similar sentiments on Facebook more than 6,000 times. And those posts tallied more than 1.3 million likes and shares. The widespread scrutiny and chaos on social media is causing both Twitter and Facebook to react. Last week, Twitter did something never before seen on its site. It put a label on two tweets from President Trump, warning that they contained potentially misleading information about voting processes. A couple of days later, Twitter also hid an overnight tweet from Trump behind a label, saying it violated the company's rules about glorifying violence. Trump had tweeted, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, using a phrase from Miami police chief in the 1960s that's widely seen as a violent threat against protesters. Meanwhile, Facebook took a more hands-off approach. The social networking giant makes a lot of money from political ads, but left up a similar post from Trump. In response, Facebook employees staged a rare protest, and several said that they were quitting working for the company. Online therapy company Talkspace also ended its partnership discussion with Facebook. In the words of its founder, Oren Frank, the startup will not support a platform that incites violence, racism, and lies. Trump struck back. On Thursday, he signed an executive order that called for a reinterpretation of Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act of 1996. The law ensures free speech on tech platforms and designates online companies like Facebook and Twitter as distributors rather than publishers of content. That prevents them from being sued for every negative review or comment posted on their sites. Many experts say Trump's order is largely symbolic and unenforceable. Typically, 
Fact checkers call on social media to take a few steps when it comes to combating misinformation. They suggest moderating the content and getting rid of the retweet and share buttons, which make it harder to disseminate fake information quickly. In the case of the protest, those strategies likely won't work. While retweeting and sharing information can spread misinformation quickly, these tools are also vital for protesters to coordinate. And there's too much information flowing during protest for the social media sites to moderate them without hurting free speech and potentially labeling accurate information as false. Setting fair removal policies could be tricky. If Twitter and Facebook can't find ways to scrutinize themselves, it may be up to their users to be more careful about what information they share and believe. That means doing things like reverse image searches and waiting before immediately retweeting something. And eventually, the companies could face more government regulation. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.